Welcome to Romance Your Tribe Radio with me, Janet Beckers, where every episode focuses on simple action steps you can do this week to grow your business online and bring joy to the work you do. Hello and welcome everybody. Janet Beckers here and I am here with the gorgeous Alana Wexler. Hey Alana. Hi Janet. Thanks so much for having me today. Now I've invited Alana along because I mean we've we've known each other for quite a few years now but it's always been we'll see each other at events is the main way we've really got to know each other. So it might be like a little reunion, you know, once or twice a year and then, you know, um, you know, we don't have as, you know, we're not seeing each other so much in between. But a lot of times it's Alana's the one that's up there on the stage sharing her expertise. And that expertise is on around traffic, like that thing that we're all, you know, just it's it's the holy grail. You know, once you have everything set up online, your obsession becomes traffic. Like, how do I do Facebook ads, Google ads? How do I get people to find me? And the thing that I've always noticed about you, Alana, is Every time that I have seen you teach where you've been the person who's been invited along, you're not always telling exactly the same thing. You're really up to date on what is working now, but really importantly, simplify things so much. So that's everybody. That's why I have invited Alana along because not only does she keep up to date, she knows her stuff, but she just makes it simple, um, which I just absolutely adore. So um, I'm really excited now that I simple finally get to introduce Alana to you. So get ready to take notes, okay? Um, so Alana, we sh we should mention why you will very likely be looking out out of the window. Um, a few times for people who are watching the video. I just noticed you did a quick flick out the window then So people just let people know why you may be flicking your head out to look out the window every few minutes through this video Well, uh, the truth is is that my kids hounded me and hounded me to get a dog and so I have a brand new puppy right. and It's quiet and I don't trust quiet. I don't know where this puppy is and what mischief she is getting up to, but she also can't be left alone. So um, that's why I may appear a little bit distracted, but don't worry, I'm a mum. I'm used to multitasking and, uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, she's probably getting up to no good somewhere, but we'll see what, what the damage is after we stop recording this. Yeah, that's funny. And you know what, that is one of the things that we were talking about um, just briefly before we got on is, you know what, the, the thing is we both run our businesses from our homes. Um, my kids are a lot older now, but I've been exactly where you are now, like with, with your young kids and also with the new puppy. But you know what, that's, I think that's the, there's, there's those pros and cons. There's the reality if you work from home, it gives you that flexibility to have a puppy. That's right. But it's also the reality that, you know, if we, um, if you pull your blind behind, you know, from behind you, you know, your, your backdrop, people will see, oh, there's definitely a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> 
there are puppy pads everywhere and yeah. dog bowls and blankets covering a, a, a brand new lounge, which was really clever of me. Yeah. In a brand new lounge yeah. a month before getting a puppy. Right. Yeah, of course. Yeah, good planning. And, you know, and I've quite often on an interview, I'll be and have to say, just hang on a tick and I'll have to open the door to let my dog in or out because it's whimpering. So, yeah, it's um, if it's not dogs, it's, it's kids. So it's just really nice to be real. So you can see not only is Alana a true expert at what she does, she gets results for her clients, but she's also human that she's got a little dog that she <laughs> is going to keep looking out that window. So, um, so let's look at what we're going to be covering today because you've got a bit of a different take when it comes to things like Facebook ads, Google ads, any of that sort of traffic. Mm. So let's first of all have a look at who it is that you help and how you do it. Cause I want people to see why you actually know what you're doing. And then we're going to have a look at what's your approach. Cause I know that we're going to be approaching this differently than most times when people think we're going to talk about things like Facebook ads. So first of all, who do you help? Like, what do you do? Okay. So for the last seven years, actually, I have run a digital agency specializing in only paid traffic, Google ads, Facebook ads, etc. Right. So I was very much in the trenches. I did it actually just purely because I loved, I fell in love with traffic and I just thought right. to hell with everything else. I don't want to do SEO. I don't want to do web design. I don't want to be a full service agency. I just want to do traffic because I don't know, just kind of became fascinated and a bit obsessed about it. Um, so I thought that's what I'm going to do. And so I've done it for the last seven years and I've learned a lot. I've done so many different industries. I've done so many different products and services and funnels. I've kind of seen trends of what works and what really doesn't work, etc. Yeah. And, um, and now more and more, I've kind of moved away from the agency model and um, got into teaching people how to do it because it's not rocket science. And what I found is in my agency is that a lot of people, we just did a couple of handful of things, you know, like, and they almost like didn't need an agency. Right. You know, and it was like kind of like buying a Ferrari to go down and buy the milk from the corner store or they only really needed a bike, you know, for example, like a dentist, right? Yeah. They didn't really need an agency to do that. So um, they just needed a handful of campaigns, knowing what works, and then that's all they really needed to know. So I now really just do that, teach people. They kind of have access to me uh, with the strategy and I kind of set them on their path and then I teach them how to do exactly that through uh, teachtraffic.com, which is kind of the new home for me. Yeah. And I love that you've had that approach of, you know what, sometimes, you know, some, sometimes with an agency, people will, you know, try to overcomplicate things because that makes you dependent on the agency. Um, or because they just get excited with making it complicated. Mm. Um, where I just love your idea of, you know what, I think I can kind of do myself out of the agency job because let's just be honest with what people really do need. So I, I think that says a lot about you, that, it's, that you're Thank actually you. going, well, this is actually better for the client um, and obviously something that you enjoy doing as well. My puppy is telling me she wants to come up. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Where are you, Lottie? There she is. Oh, do you want to see her? Yes. <laughs> okay, if you're watching this on audio, you've got to come over to the video. Oh, she is so gorgeous. 
<laughs> anyway, yeah, no, so totally right. I've probably <laughs> completely cannibalized my agency as a result, but, um, but that's fine. And, and I guess that's what I found is that like, I like to deal with happy people, you know, and, you know, I don't want to lock people into this huge agency fees and committing them to, you know, it's a lot of money for lots of businesses. And the reality is that like, it's just a handful of things that most people need to do. Like, sure, there are some clients that, you know, well, I've got, still got one client. We spend about a hundred grand a month on ads. They need an agency hundred yeah. percent, but you know, but for many local businesses, they, just, they really don't. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's brilliant. I love that. So people can go over to teachtraffic.com and you can find Alana there and get some more info. So now let's have a look at, this unique way that we're going to have a look at understanding about using paid advertising and how to use, uh, how to get traffic. Mm -hmm. But we're going to start more from a holistic point of view. Yeah. So what do you mean by that so people can understand? Yeah, so I'm a bit of a, a visual person and I kind of feel like to understand of what my, I've got to kind of first, or if I'm a business owner, I've got to think of, what's the roadmap here? Like, where do I want to be? If I could wave my magic wand in about three months time, mm -hmm. what's the end point? And then I can kind of go, right, how are the steps that I'm going to get there? You know, and yeah. for different businesses, that's different things, you know, for, a, so the first question um, I always kind of ask people is depending on what kind of business they're in, like, is, is your business something that um, people are searching for? You know, like, is this a known thing where people are actively going to Google and, and searching for, for your product or service? Are you in e-commerce right. where you're selling something that people are searching for? Or are you like a chiropractor or a dentist and people are searching for that? And often the starting point for those kinds of businesses is uh, Google search, you know? Okay. So, yeah, your end goal is to grow your practice. The first question you ask is, is this something that, as I said, people are searching for? that's often the best place to start for people because it's putting like you're sliding your business card under the nose of someone literally at the instant that they've searched for it. It's an amazing opportunity, you know? Right. And so if we've got somebody, tell me if I'm doing this in the right order, would we talk, would, is, would we talk now about, um, you know, how they would get the Google search or would we, would we save that till the, till we've gone through them? Well, I, it's more like breaking down the strategy. So, yeah. you know, so is, is this something that people that then we're going to do that and we kind of, we can talk a little bit about Google search a bit later. Yeah, if, sure. If it's not something that people are searching for, for example, it might be a life coach. Where something yeah. that's like typically not really something you'd Google search. I need a life coach, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, then it becomes something, well, how can I put my work out? Who is my target customer? And how can I start getting myself in front of that person? You know, right. and it kind of cuts, starts with like, yeah, who, who is my target customer and where are they hanging out online? And then yeah. how can I get in front of those people? And that's right. usually social media. So that's like the big picture of like, what platform am I going to play in a little bit? Yeah, that's a great distinction because a lot of times people will get really bogged down on SEO. I've got to do search engine optimization. I've got to appear in the search engine. They'll be focusing on that, but then they're a life coach. And so it gets really, really difficult. So that's I'm, right. So what's the point in, yeah, in ranking? That in distinction. That's brilliant. 
Um, so at any point though, whatever platform you are playing in, mm-hmm. you have to be sending them to your own asset that you own and control, which is your website. Right. So whatever, if they're just Google and Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest and LinkedIn, they're all just traffic sources, sending people to your home, right? On your home is where you have the ability to control your messaging to people, but it also has the ability of where you can continue the conversation with people either by getting them to subscribe to your database or we get a little bit technical, we can retarget them, which is showing ads to people once they've come to your website. Right. So all roads lead to your home is what I kind of like to think about it. Mm, mm. That's brilliant. So um, we've, and, I, and I can already, I'm kind of a visual person as well. So I'm already thinking in terms of a flow chart. Okay. <laughs> do people search? Do people not search? Yes. Depending on either of those ones, where are you going to send them? They've got to come back to your website. Um, I guess I just want to touch on one more thing with that. And I feel that so many people get overwhelmed with all the, all the things they can do. They can do social media and Instagram and Google and YouTube. Oh, and, absolutely. You know, and it's, and fair enough. There's a lot of noise in the market. That's why I think it's important about starting with the big picture is like, who is my target customer? Who am I serving and where are they hanging out online? Mm. And maybe you only, you spend the 80% of your time on that platform. Yeah. And that's your main source. I mean, I probably would like to diversify a little bit, but as long as you're sending those people to your home, that opens up the door of possibilities to other platforms. So we've had lots of clients in the past, let's say a life coach, right? Mm-hmm. Where that's where those people kind of hang out online and we might spend 80% of the budget doing Facebook ads as our form of getting traffic to our home. But once they come to our home, they sign up to the database. We've tagged them on with, um, with this tracking code and then we can follow them on Google. And that's all we do on, on Google. So it's like, you've got, you don't have to have two legs in equal camp. You can have, you know, half your body in one traffic source and a toe in the other. It doesn't have to be divided evenly, which is, I find the misconception that people have because, Sounds really exciting to do all this stuff, but it comes down to who is your audience and where are they? Mm, that's excellent. So you've mentioned a few different things there. You've talked about retargeting. You've talked about Google ads, Facebook ads, and you've also talked about Google search. So there's four sort of, I guess, implementation strategies that you've mentioned there. Okay. Um, and I've just seen you've gone, mm, Yep, there's a <laughs> Google search is part of Google Ads. That's right. Right. Okay. See, there you go. See, I'm not using Google Ads yet. Used to yes. years ago, um, <laughs> but then it stopped being um, profitable for me, so I stopped. But this is where I really loved it when I loved your strategies um, of this 80% of your budget and your your attention going on one platform, but you're still using something like Google Ads as a way to follow up so that you can kind of stalk the people who um i like to say continue the conversation continue the con hey (laughs) you know what what i call a stalker you continue as a conversation (laughs) it's all in the marketing right (laughs) it is in the marketing (laughs) 
So can we now um, have a look at a few of those different ways? So if, maybe if I give you a couple of scenarios of typical people okay. who, um, who I know that are listening, that will okay. be listening today. And Perfect. Yeah, if, if, if I throw you a couple of scenarios and go, all right, what would be the best way to be able to use your budget, use your time for those scenarios? Yep. Um, so, okay, if I think of one client that I've got at the moment, mm -hmm. she has a, a local business as a service provider, as in health, uh, occupational therapist working with women who've had breast cancer. Mm -hmm. Hi, Kate. <laughs> um, now, has a local business and bringing in local people. But we've got the business for her now growing so big that now it's going to go online. So we've also got a program we've created online, which is sort of like a once-off thing to start with. So if you've got somebody like that that's got an offline business that they're still wanting to build clients to, but now they're also starting to develop online programs and that can go international, mm -hmm. what would be, you know, if you're thinking about the big picture here, the different ways to make them, keeping it simple, but the best way for that to work, what would be your advice? Okay. Well, I've got lots of things running through my head. So be it the OT type work for a specific condition. Yeah. Question in my head is like, if I put myself into that person's shoes, if I'm recovering from, from breast cancer and I've got some health related issues as a result of the treatment, which is what I believe it is, yeah. is the, is it something that, is there a certain condition that I have? I don't. Yeah. Yep. So that I would be seeking help about it. So for example, I don't, I don't know, what, what would it be? Yeah, it would be lymphedema and swelling in your limbs. Right, okay. So I might um, write an article on my website talking about so giving some helpful information about that. And then I might go to Google and say, hey, Google, whenever somebody types in swelling in um, leg swelling treatment, perhaps, and um, I might want to show my ad as to come up as content for that person. So right. very, very specific um, search queries. You're not trying to sell to these people just yet. You're just trying to send them to your helpful article on your website. Um, and at the end of that article, you might say, hey, do you want to get in touch and, and whatever. The idea behind that is just to pull out from the weeds, like put in the magnet in the iron filings, you're exactly your target customer based on what they're searching for, that you can then have the ability to follow up with them after. Now, because she's in health space, Google are pretty strict about the retargeting ads and there are restrictions for certain industries. So she cannot do Google retargeting in that area. As, right. as a privacy. So what That's people don't right. want is let's say I'm searching for some, for, for that on my, um, on my computer and then somebody else comes on my computer and they're suddenly seeing ads for leg swelling as a result, you know, that kind of stuff that people don't like that. Yeah. Users. However, you can do it on Facebook. <laughs> right. There you go. So That's why you want to send them to your home where you can, on your home or your website, you can have that Facebook code that go, hey, somebody's come here, read this article. What's the next step for them? Maybe they want to download a PDF or an ebook or something mm. um, that you, you, can, you can show them on Facebook. But you've found them 
because of what they typed into Google. I love it. So if we go back to what you said at the beginning, and you know what, I've, there's a lot of people who will be listening to this that are in some kind of health field. And I know that that's often a frustration that they have is there's all these restrictions around what I can do. Correct. So I love, you know, you just knew it. So from what you were saying at the beginning is you'd be doing the Google ads and Google search if they're typing in something really, really specific. And so let me give you an example of how this is pretty much exactly like, but another example of how that worked well. So I had a client come to me that had a membership website for uh, a specific subject of teacher. So they weren't all teachers, yep. teachers of a certain subject in America, right? Right. So um, when you target on Google, you can target by, I mean, on Facebook by job title, but that wasn't, so we could target teachers but we wanted a specific subject of teacher. So it was a very, right? So what we thought, well, hang on a minute, what we can do is we know what these teachers do of this subject, right? We know the curriculum, right? And weeks one and two, they are teaching something in the curriculum. So they are going to Google and typing in insert topic one of the curriculum. Brilliant. Quiz, tutorials printables, all that kind of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. No one is bidding on that. Like literally, we paid like five cents a click. I'm not joking. Pull them out from the weeds. Lovely. Yep. And, we read, and that's how we found them. We just, and we gave them the information that they wanted. We gave them a free worksheet, right? Tagged them, obviously, with the tracking codes and then followed up on Facebook to say, hey, we've got all this stuff available in the membership, blah, 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 and, and made sales that way. That's fantastic. So I think an important thing for people to understand here is you've talked about tracking code. So just know, don't get bogged down with any of the techie stuff that when you do Facebook ads and when you do Google ads, you get a little bit of code that you put on your website and that allows you to be able to find those people. I like how you said here. So when we talked about like your, you know, you've got most of you in one camp and then your foot in the other. In this case, because they've got very specific things they've searched on, you've got your body over in the in the Google camp, yep. but you've got your foot following them up in the Facebook camp. Correct. So if I can give you another example of a really typical person who I work with, and yep. so I'll, um, I'll think of, you know, just um, some that I've got here at the moment, that people yep. who I'm working with. And that could be somebody where it's unlikely that people will search the specific thing. And a typical one is women who are over 50, mm -hmm. perhaps, um, who are kids have left home, they're now thinking, you know what, I want a better life than this. I want some choices. I want to find myself. I want to know what my goals are. I just want to, it's all about me now rather than everybody else. Mm -hmm. And these are people who really help people to specialise in finding out what that passion it is and helping them to get there. So that's kind of... You know, it's life coaching, it's goals coaching. Um, in some cases, it can be startup business coaching. Um, so they're not necessarily the sort of things, you know, most people aren't going to type in, you know, no. how to be happy after 50, no. whatever. No. So in that case, what would you recommend for them in that whole, you know, how to make the most of the, the of, you know, the, 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 different camps that you can be using yeah so it comes back to that first question of who is my target audience and where are they hanging out online right yes. so as you said who's my target audience a women who's over 50 that's easy where are they hanging out i don't know i reckon facebook and instagram personally yeah so 
um, then it's like, well, what, in, who are, who are they more as a person? Like who, 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 who interests them? Who do they listen to? Who inspires them? Brene Brown would be a, probably a classic example. Excellent. Yeah. You know, so all those kinds of, you're trying to build the customer avatar, the big picture of the person. What books do they read? What authors do they like? Who are their thought leaders? And then obviously you can find them on social media through Facebook's pretty superior targeting. But then the question is, well, what are you going to show these people? Right? Yeah. You know, like you can find them. Finding them is actually the easy part. The hard part is what do you say to these people and what and what are you going to show them, you know? Mm. And I find these days um, it's all about building a relationship with people okay through i think through content i mean podcasting is an amazing medium so the idea is that you find them on social media you pull them out from the weeds like the iron filing thing concept but you might show them some content of a podcast episode that you've done and you can turn it into a video you right. might want to give away some kind of content to these people i find on social media it's very, you've got to build a relationship with people. The, the biggest mistake that people make is that they just go straight for that sale with people. Mm. Book, a, book, a, book a free strategy session, AKA code for a sales call. Yeah. You know, you know, like they just go straight for the sale, but you just, you can't do that on social these days. You've got to build a relationship. You've got to give before you can ask for the take. And if you build that relationship through education and content and, and that kind of stuff, the take will come later, you know? Yeah. So it's just, yeah. And so with that, just building on that, you know, giving, mm -hmm. um, what's your take on how, how soon in that process should the giving be come to my website? I've got a freebie. So should it be, should a lot of your stuff to start with building up that be things that are actually on Facebook itself, like videos and posts, or is it okay for you to be able to go, here's a freebie, come over here? I Look, I think, yeah, like you're still giving, you know, like, you know, like it, there's, there's nothing wrong with here's a, come over here and grab your freebie you know, right. and, and, and I do this all the time. Or one thing you might do is you go, um, I'm running a free webinar. We're going to cover the 10 things. Here's the first one for free. Like I think these days, I don't know, maybe I might, um, people might disagree with me. I think people value their time more than their money these days. Time yeah, so valuable and you've got to earn my time. If, if, you, if I'm going to sit on an hour long webinar with you, I got to know that I'm going to get some result. Like I don't want to listen to 30 minutes of fluff. Like I, I literally don't have the time for mm. that. And I think people are the same. Like there's messages that are constantly coming at us all the time yeah. and people are very, very precious as they should be with their time. So you've got to earn that time. You've got to earn that trust with people. So often I like to give away something in the ad itself or in the content itself that they don't have to give me their name and email address for to earn that trust to go, Hey, do you want the rest? Excellent. That is such a great distinction and it makes it easy for people because that's a question I get a lot. And I guess a lot of times the answer is all of the above, you know, where should I, should I be giving a video with things, the post, should I be just sending them to my website for content? Should I be getting them onto the freebie? But I love what you said there that, 
even if you're getting people over to a webinar or for a freebie is give content actually in the post, in the video, in the ad. That's right. That's a lovely way of combining the whole lot. Um, and just also on that one there, because we're talking about, you know, your body in one camp, your toes in the other. Yep. So if you've got somebody there that's in the example, we've talked about a life coach who is helping women who are over 50. Mm -hmm. um, so if we've, we're doing those ones there to get them, we're using the iron filings through using Facebook ads. Mm -hmm. Would you be using Google ads there as well with them at any case, at any time? Um, it would be a function of um, what you're going to show them next, you know? So right. say I'm, say I am uh, a woman over a, a lady over 50 and I've gone to that life coach's website. What's the next step for me to take? You know, like it depends on what that process is that um, I'd be personally, I don't know if I'd be following them up on Google unless it's something that's pretty irresistible. Right. I mean, unless, it, or maybe I want to promote the next piece of content or something, but um, it's the kind of thing, I guess. Um, yeah, it's a tough one. I, you'd probably have to, I'd probably have to see kind of what that funnel is for people. Like I wouldn't want yeah. to have a Google ad say, let's jump on a call. That kind of feels a little bit too forceful. Yeah. Know? So um, the answer is it depends. Sorry. Yeah. And I love that. I mean, that's really honest too, because a lot of times people are looking for the black and white answer. It's not black and white. And it's never black and white. So, and that also then, this is a really nice wrap up that one of the first things that you mentioned is everything that you're doing here has to come back to what you've got on your website and on your website. That's where it becomes important about your messaging, what it is that you're going to be doing to get them onto your list. What are you going to be following them up with next? And so what you've got in that funnel, what you've got as your steps is really going to dictate if it's going to make sense to do a follow-up using That's Google right. or not. So um, what I will say on that though is mm -hmm. kind of like what I do, right? Where um, people come to my website and they might not be ready to learn. You know, they're not ready to, to take the step and go, yeah, I, I've actually got the time. In a couple of months, I'm going to have time and I'm going to sit down and actually learn this stuff, but I'm not quite ready yet, you know. So I don't run my retargeting ads all the time, actually. I have my pixels on my website that are gathering people. And when I am launching something or when I'm running something, I might turn on my Google ads to access those past visitors. I might turn them on for a week and then I'll turn them off. It doesn't have to be something that I'm continually oh, running. I mean, you can, you know, but uh, so for that kind of business, they might find if they've got some kind of launch coming up, they've got that invisible email list, which is what your retargeting list is, yeah. ready and primed to go when they've just been sending content to people, like, you know, promoting content. Excellent. They show that to people for a limited time and then they turn it off. I love it. That is brilliant. So we might actually wrap it up there because I think what you've just given here is this beautiful, simple structure. And the next thing, so if I just do just a little bit of a wrap up for people who've been listening, aware that there are going to be some people here who understand about you know, paid advertising, the whole idea of retargeting and pixels and other people that will go, what? So if you're in the what sort of section, don't worry, just know that when you do dive in and decide to do any kind of advertising, 
that's kind of like, you know, 101, you know, that you'll yeah. have a piece of code that you put on your site and it, and it allows you to continue the conversation or stalk people <laughs> around either when they're searching on Google or on Facebook. So if we come back to people who are listening now, I want to give you some action steps. So if we think about just that overall structure are people searching specifically for things or aren't they searching? So they've you've got that extra challenge. So if they're searching, start off on Google. If they're not, we're going to start over on Facebook and then whether or not you're following them up, the retargeting conversationally stalking them, you know, is going to be really depending on what's happening with your funnel, what the next steps are. They're really lovely decision points for you to be able to make. And so if we've got people here now who are listening and going, right, what am I going to do? So for people to take an action step this week, mm -hmm. what would be the main thing that you would recommend them to do this week so that they have got the right strategy that's going to work for them. Okay. I would really recommend, and you're probably not going to like this answer, Janet, I'm sorry, but oh. I would, <laughs> I would, I'd really recommend people, even if you're not going to do ads for six months, like you're not at that point. I really always urge people to install these pixel oh, codes on your website now it's i'm going to show my age here but uh i'm sure you won't mind where i kind of use the analogy of the old school tape recorders when you press record yeah. right it that's kind of the same thing where in putting the pixel codes on your website now even if you're not showing any ads it's pressing record on your people coming to your website so that when and if you are ready to start running ads, you've got that beautiful list of your past website I visitors. So Facebook will remember, it's pretty crazy, uh, people who've come to your website in the last 180 days. Excellent. The Google Pixel remembers people for 540 days. Whoa, there you go. So even if you don't even get around to it for over a year, you've got your pixel. And so, and if people are thinking, well, how do I do that? There's this fantastic tool called Google. Just Google, how do I get my Google pixel and my Facebook pixel onto I've my got, website? I've got training on that. We can put a link in the show notes if you want. Awesome. Showing you Let's, how to get it, put it on your website, and then you can just set and forget it's done. Brilliant. When and if you're ready, you've got that beautiful imaginary email list of ready to go. That is perfect. Well, we will do that. We will... Um, that would be brilliant if you have the links to that. We'll put that there on the webpage. If you are here on, um, if you're listening to us on iTunes, come over to the podcast page because you will see the links to be able to get that training. Uh, you'll also see the show notes that we've got from today. And you will also see, um, I'll put together a quick cheat sheet for you that just summarizes that overall picture for you. So you can have like a decision um, matrix, a really simple one for you to be able to download and use. Now, um, and then if people go over to teachtraffic.com, is that a great place for them to get more training from you as well? That is the best place to go, yes. Yeah, brilliant. And so everybody, please, um, you know, if you've taken action on today, you know, let us know because that's one of the greatest rewards that we can have. So go over to um, Teach Traffic and, and, and let Alana know what action you've taken. Yeah, I love I'd love to know. Oh, look, it's so rewarding for us. So please give us that feedback. If you're on iTunes, I'd really appreciate if you would leave an honest review and that could include what action that you've taken or your biggest takeaway. That would be 
then that's a gift back to us. I would really, really appreciate that. So um, thank you so much for your time today, Alana. And thank you, everybody that is taking action. Yeah. Go get them, folks. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for having me, Janet. I had a blast. Okay. Bye. Bye. It's Janet here. Thanks for joining me on Romance Your Tribe Radio. Hey, you heard our voices today, but do you want to see what we really look like? You can see the video version of this episode over at romanceyourtribe.com and grab the show notes while you're there. And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd really appreciate if you show the love and leave an honest review on iTunes or your favorite podcast directory. I'll see you on the next episode.